Hi, welcome to episode 604 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I'm all for building a wall. You gotta keep those people from south of the border out of here. Of course, I'm talking about building a wall between North and South Carolina. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue one and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four, volume four, number three from March 2013. First Boots on the Ground by Matt Fraction and Mark Bagley. So the issue begins on January 1st, 2013, which I think is a first. I don't think they've ever given a specific date in an issue of the Fantastic Four before. And the FF are in their ship traveling 37.984 light years from Earth. They're traveling off to unexplored places and Reed is trying to find a cure for the disease where the unstable molecules in his body are decaying. I always thought that unstable molecules were his invention, you know, for their Fantastic Four uniforms. I didn't know that the Fantastic Four themselves were made out of unstable molecules. Is that right? Reed, based on his scans, has found a place called Zeta Doridus, which is not carbon-based and appears to be formed out of something unstable. That doesn't sound like such a nice place. Reed calls it a virgin world. Well, maybe it is nice. Reed's work and his speech to himself is interrupted by the two kids running into the room. The kids are excited about this new planet, Zeta Doridus, and each of them want to be the first ones to walk on the surface. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Send your three-year-old daughter down onto the surface of a strange planet first. Sue says they've arrived, and they all head to the cockpit to look down at this new planet. So Reed, Sue, and Johnny get into the small shuttle with the kids, leaving Ben behind to watch over the big ship. And for some reason, Ben seems rather sullen and quiet. So on the shuttle ride down, Valeria and Franklin pay, play a game of paper, rock, Scissors, Ultimate Nullifier, to see who goes first. They both pick Ultimate Nullifier. Huh. I think there's a huge flaw in their version of Rock, Paper, Scissors. I could be wrong about that. They end up walking down the ramp and stepping on the planet at the same time. So they... So Reed and Sue take their kids to the surface of an unknown planet. You would think it's perfectly safe. Otherwise, why would they take two very, very young kids to the planet? Well, if you thought that, you'd be wrong. The surface of the planet immediately starts attacking everybody with these tentacles rising up out of the ground and wrapping themselves around everyone. Reed and Sue ugh, really are the worst parent parents ever. The atmosphere is too dangerous for Johnny to flame on, so it's up to Sue and her force fields to rescue everyone. Reed pulls them over to the shuttle, and they all get inside. They try to take off, but the shuttle is wrapped up by giant tentacles, and Reed calls up to Ben, who looks out the window, and he sees that the entire planet is like one big monster. Reed says this. Honest, 
he says this, Well, what started off as a mission about exploration and the pioneer spirit is rather evolving on the fly. It's now about survival. Really, Reed? I mean, really? That describes pretty much every adventure you've ever been on, idiot. It always starts out as a mission of exploration and discovery, and it turns into a quest for survival. Always! Valeria suggests they try talking to it, and Franklin reminds her that the planet is in the process of trying to eat them all. Ben, he jumps down to the planet from the ship above, and it's clobbering time as he beats up on all the tentacles and the ship breaks free. But so now, Ben is trapped on the surface of the planet, so Johnny has to fly over. He can finally, finally flame on since he's not worried about killing everybody. He burns up all these, all these tentacles around Ben so he can break free. Reed grabs Ben, pulls him back to the ship. Johnny flies back to the ship, and then they all head back to the main ship, back in orbit, escaping from the planet. All of them expressing surprise and wonderment about a planet with its own consciousness. As if they've forgotten issue 235, Ego, the living planet, who, by the way, is far, far cooler than this living planet. So later, Reed and Sue are talking, and they agree that in the future, the safety of the kids is of paramount importance. Huh. It took them like 604 issues to figure that out. Sue makes a toast. Here's to a lovely, quiet year with no more surprises. <laughs> let's see how that let's see how long that lasts. Reed says, Here's to no more ugly surprises. And that is the end of the issue. It says next month, an ugly surprise. I appreciate the honesty. And so, meanwhile. Over in the pages of FF Volume 2, Number 3, by Matt Fraction and Mike Allred, that Johnny Storm that showed up last issue and said that the FF are dead is an old Johnny Storm from the future. And boy, you lose me there, yawn. Old Johnny spins a tale about how Annihilus, Dr. Doom, and Kang formed an alliance and joined forces. It's the Big Green Team Supreme. The Future Foundation doesn't know if to believe this Johnny or not. Wyatt Wingfoot comes back, and boy, it's been a long time since we've seen him. And he vouches for this Johnny as being real. And She-Hulk vouches for Wyatt Wingfoot. There's this weird subplot with the Yancey Street Gang playing pranks on Darla. I don't know why. And it seems that Scott Lang and Darla might be flirting a little. And the issue ends with Scott Lang saying that the Future Foundation should devote all their resources to eradicating the very thought of Doctor Doom from human existence. Oh, well, good luck with that, Ant-Man. Or Ant-Man 2. So if you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at podcastff. You can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. I'm breathing in the chemical